Welcome to Beyond the Body, the podcast that takes you on a journey to unlock the secrets of holistic health. I'm your host, Renee, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this transformative adventure. In each episode, we delve deep into the three pillars that form the foundation of our well-being, movement, nourishment, and mindset. Get ready to explore cutting-edge insights, expert interviews, and practical tips that will empower you to elevate your overall health and live your best life. Whether you're a seasoned health enthusiast or just starting on your wellness journey, Beyond the Body is here to inspire, educate, and motivate you to reach new heights. We believe that true health extends beyond the physical body, encompassing the harmony of body, mind, and spirit. So if you're ready to embark on a quest for vitality, resilience, and lasting well-being, you're in the right place. Join us every week as we dive into the latest movement, science, nutrition, and mindset mastery. Together, let's go beyond the body and discover the extraordinary potential that resides within each and every one of us. Welcome back to the podcast, episode one of my new rebranded podcast, Beyond the Body. I have been really just kind of like sitting with the idea of wanting to change the way I show up online and... Last year, I did a lot of like discovering as to what that looked like. So I stopped recording podcasts and I did a lot of soul searching and diving into what do I actually want to be showing up as? How do I want to be showing up as? And it really just occurred to me in November, actually, beyond the body was just these words just came to me and it just felt so right. So welcome back to the new and improved and upgraded version of my podcast I'm so excited this year. I've got so many episodes lined up. I've got so much knowledge and education I want to share with you, not just from myself, but from other experts as well. I have just got so many awesome people that I'm going to be bringing on to the podcast, and I cannot wait to have them here just to help you on your journey. You know, it might not be the entire episode that helps you with something that you need, but there might just be one gold nugget that really helps you with that next thing that you needed um, and you didn't realize you needed. So I love listening to podcasts because of that. I just find that you you listen to a podcast and it's just one thing that resonates with you that really shifts your whole mindset or it just gives you that next level of like, oh, that's what I needed to know to help me get to that next level in my own journey. So that's why why I'm really excited to be bringing these people on and also just chats that I've got um, from my own my own self as well. I mean, I've been in the industry now for 11 years. So with that has definitely come a lot of experiences and things that I've learned and studied that I can help you with on your own health journey. So I'm really excited to dive into today's episode. Today's episode is my predictions for health trends in 2024. And the reason I want to talk about this is because you know, every year there are, people are trying new things, doing new things. There's been a lot of different fads and different trends within the health space that have been arising. You know, for a few years ago, keto was on the rise and everyone was doing keto. And yes, I will admit I did it myself even. I think I was 22 when I tried it. And even I had a friend who did it as well to the point where she was pricking her finger to make sure that she was in ketosis. So you know, there's there's been a lot of trends and, and things like that that have been occurring over the years, but I want to give you what my thoughts are on what I predict the health trends for 2024 to be, and I actually think this is a real positive shift in the health and fitness space, and that's what I really want to be encouraging you to be focusing on, is shifting things positively in this space of health and fitness and well-being, and looking at things from a more holistic point of view. And when I say holistic point of view, I don't want you to think I'm talking about 
you know, super deeply spiritual and, and hippies and things like that. Like that's, that's not what I mean by holistic. And I think people get confused that like, that's what it means to be holistic. No, being holistic is when you are looking at your health overall and looking at it from a perspective of how am I fueling my body? How am I moving my body? How am I treating my mind? How am I showing up for myself each and every day? Do I speak to myself with love or do I speak to myself with loathe? How am I showing up? That is a holistic approach, not, um, you know, going vegan and and only and, and you know switching off your Wi-Fi and never using Wi-Fi again. And I'm not talking about that kind of thing. Um, so that is what I mean by holistic. I, I feel as though when it comes to our health, we've really gone down this path of westernized, and and everything is is just like we're missing the core parts of what it means to be human. You know, we're forgetting what we used to do to survive, right? Like eating good food sleeping eight hours every night not that we would have been counting all those years ago but you know it would have naturally been something that we would have done we're going to bed in bright lights we are waking up in the pitch black and then going and sitting in an artificial office and under these artificial lights you know we're just we're going against the grain with our own human needs and so when people get sick and when people get ill they just go straight to the doctor, they get medication for it, they get told that this is what's going to happen, and then they sit with that, believe that that's all that's possible for them, and then get sicker, and other diseases occur, and then eventually die. And I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen to you, but this is what is happening out there. You know, like I have worked with clients who have gone to the doctor because of elevated levels of testosterone, or obesity, or on the, on the verge of type 2 diabetes, and they've just been told, okay, this is what's going to happen. We're going to give you this medication. Come back in XYZ years or months and we'll see how you are. Maybe just try to do a little bit of exercise and, and whatnot and just try not to eat so much. What is that going to do to help somebody functionally recover? Don't we want people to recover from diseases? And if we can, we can, we can get a little bit, you know, I guess political here. And I purely believe that everything, like, they want us to get sicker. So that they can keep making money out of pharmaceuticals. And yes, don't get me wrong, like pharmaceuticals have their place that like you need antibiotics and, and you need um, crucial medicines when someone's going undergoing surgery or they've been super ill or they've been unfortunate to catch a parasite or they need, you know, life-saving surgery because they've been in an accident. Like we need medicine for those types of things. But do we need to be having medicine at, to the extent that we're having it because we're, you know, dying from lifestyle diseases diseases that are preventable we don't want to die from silly diseases or pre preventable diseases so that is why I want to take this whole health and well-being thing as a more holistic approach and getting people to actually look at their lifestyles and changing making those positive changes with their food with their movement with their mindset to actually cultivate an all-round healthier lifestyle to prevent themselves from these silly diseases that can be prevented. So my predictions for health in 2024. The first one is that I think people are going to be leaning into more of a counting micros, counting micros kind of kind of realm. And what I mean by that is micronutrients are the, the nutrients that are found in food. So vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, calcium, um, uh, potassium, you know, all those types of things, your, your vitamins and minerals, those are your micronutrients. 
And what I can kind of see people leaning towards more is making sure that they are actually getting enough micronutrients every day rather than just focusing on the calories that they're consuming. So yes, in order to see fat loss occur, we need to make sure that we're in a calorie deficit. However, what I can see people starting to actually focus on more is, yes, if fat loss is the goal, they will be focusing on making sure they're getting the amount of calories they need to see that occur, but they're not going to be stressing themselves out so much about the calorie deficit and just eating whatever they want within the calories just to see fat loss occur, but actually focusing more on the micronutrients that they're consuming as well so that they are actually feeling healthier. And I think people are going to start putting overall health first versus just fat loss because we live in this kind of culture at the moment where if it fits your macros is becoming a little bit commercialized in a sense that the advertising and the marketing around you can eat whatever you want and get results and lose fat. And people are like, yeah, this is great. I'm just going to eat McDonald's every day within my calories and still see results. And technically, yes, you can. You know, there was a study conducted in an American university, um, the Twinkie Bar Diet. And this professor wanted to show his students that he could lose fat and change his, um, his you know, vitals his, through, through blood tests just by eating Twinkie Bars. He was also on the side having protein shakes and making sure he was taking his multivitamins and things like that as well but he was eating in a caloric deficit only eating Twinkie bars and powdered donuts those are like American sweets and yes he got results and he lost fat and he was overall healthier because when we lose body fat if we have excess body fat we are going to be overall healthy so you can actually lose weight and lose fat by eating whatever you want however we do not want the messaging to get muddled up here and from a nutritionist point of view I don't want people to get the messaging muddled up that you know, you can disregard eating vegetables now and you can disregard eating your fruit and you can disregard eating, you know, healthy sources of protein and we can forget about cooking our own food and losing sight of what it actually means to be human. Because when we lose touch of what it, what it means to be human, are we really focusing on being the healthiest versions of ourselves? Like, I don't think so. We actually want to be making sure we are getting enough micronutrients because what we know is that getting enough micronutrients is going to be very, very impactful for our overall mental health. So I think people are going to be really starting to tap into that more this year. Is What are the micronutrients that I'm consuming? Am I getting enough vitamin C? Am I getting enough vitamin D? Have I got enough calcium? Am I getting enough iron? Why are my energy levels low? Ah, I haven't been having enough of XYZ fruit and vegetables. And so I think people are going to be really turning their focus towards micronutrients this year, which really excites me because as a nutritionist and as someone who is so passionate about health, micronutrients is obviously something we want people to be having more of for optimal health through eating lots of varieties of fruits and vegetables and what the research is showing us for optimal gut health and for optimal gut health we need to be able to thrive and have better energy we need to be getting at least 30 different variations of plants a week and so having those different plant variations each week will mean that we are having enough micronutrients. So I, I feel a real shift towards this movement coming into this year, which is awesome. And I really do hope that people do start to cultivate that a lot more with their own nutrition goals and their own health goals. They start focusing on the macros and not worrying so much just about, about the, if it fits your macros, I'm going to eat macros every day because it fits my macros and I can still get results and that's great. Yes, we've also got to be realistic. 80-20, I always say to my clients that 80-20 rule is something that you can stick by to make sure that you're getting enough fuel to actually 
give your body the fuel it needs to thrive and to your organs to thrive and your and you to have better blood flow and to have better brain function and better gut health but also 20 percent of the time we've got to be realistic here like we live in a world where we have an abundance of everything and so yeah sometimes you're going to eat chocolate and yeah sometimes you might have a glass of wine and yeah sometimes you might be out for pizza and that's okay and that's fine we can make that work but we also want to be making sure that we're not just if it fits your macros lifestyling our diets and we're actually also eating healthy food and i'm gonna say that word like for a while their diet culture was like don't say the word healthy or unhealthy like there is i'm i'm sorry to say it but there is such thing as healthy and unhealthy eating too much mcdonald's is very unhealthy eating too much too much mcdonald's is not only unhealthy for your gut and your mind and your pocket but it's horrendous for the environment and for me, my family don't eat takeaways because we are very environmentally conscious. And I just find like, I, I don't even make an exception for those types of things based on my sustainability values and everyone's different. But yeah, I just think eating that kind of food all the time is unhealthy. So micronutrients, I think you're going to be making a massive um, standpoint in 2024, which is, like I said, very exciting for me. Right, number two is letting go of the pressure of fat loss. I feel as though a lot more people are making a shift towards this because I see it with my clients all the time when they're only focusing on the fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss. They start to create so much stress around losing weight that they can't lose weight. And the reason why they can't is because they are stressed. Their cortisol is increasing and their body holds on to fat and they also start to those those eating behaviors start to creep in of snacking more going to fuck it town and when i say that i mean just like you know eating the packet of biscuits rather than one because they're in this intense stress mindset about losing fat so i really do believe that people are making a shift from yes fat loss is my long-term goal and i know the technical things i need to do to get there and i've got my coach helping me get there but I'm not just solely focusing on the fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss. I'm also focusing on my optimal overall health on as well. And so for that, I need to make sure I'm eating enough protein. I need to make sure I'm drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, doing all the things I need to do to get to that point. And I'm just going to focus on showing up for myself and creating these habits versus just focusing on the scale and fat loss all the time. Like, yes, that can be a goal for sure. And if you are carrying excess amount of body fat, then yes, it is important to start focusing on that so that you are thriving and you are optimally thriving and your organs are thriving and your body is just working as it should. Your periods are better. Your mindset is better. Or if you're coming out the other end of, of you know, starting to lose your period because you're in your late 40s, it might be that, you know, menopause is approaching. So you need to be really mindful about excess body fat. So yes, that might be a goal for some of you and that's cool, but I feel as though people are going to be having that as like a long-term goal and parking it to the side and building the habits to get to that point and having a more positive relationship with fat loss. So it's not this high pressure, high stress thing that they're just so high strung about and then they get so disappointed about not seeing the results and then they're stressed again. So I feel as though people are really just kind of cultivating more of a optimal health I'm building the habits this is what I'm focusing on and I'm letting go of the pressure of seeing this like fat loss goal occur every month every week 
which is really exciting because when you focus on building the habits and you focus on the progress and the journey, of course you're going to see fat loss as a byproduct of all of that. And you're probably going to see it occur even more because you're not just so highly strung about that one thing. And you're, you're not just going to the gym because of this fat loss goal. You're not just eating healthy because of your fat loss goal. You're doing it because you want to make a lifestyle change. And that's how you're going to see sustainable fat loss. So I really feel that shift coming into everyone's awareness this year um, as well. Then my third one, my third prediction for health in 2024, and people are going to be moving into this more mindful movement. And what I mean by mindful movement is not just doing like HIT training seven days a week. And I remember when um, HIT training was like the thing, everyone was doing those bikini body guides online and it was like seven, you know, like, like, not that they were probably saying, let's do seven HIIT sessions a week, but people were like, I've got to do HIIT training. It's the best thing for fat loss. And so people get into this mindset of, oh, I've got to, I've got to train every day. Or I've got to do two sessions a day if I can. And so people get into this mindset of doing back to back to back to back HIIT sessions and um, smashing themselves in every single session. And I feel a real shift this year on people finally understanding that that is not actually ideal for your body and is not good for your stress and is not good for anxiety and it's not good for um, cortisol levels. So I feel as though people are shifting to more of like a mindfulness and mindful approach to their fitness routine. And that might look like adding in a yoga session, adding in a Pilates session and adding in a walk in amongst the strength training and in amongst the cardio, like the hit or the cardio or the whatever it is that, whatever that looks like. So for example, um, my week looks like three to four heavy strength sessions a week. It'll be four on my, um, my weeks where my, I'm, I'm just finished my period and I'm in my really good, like two high energy weeks. Then there's a week where I do three because I'm feeling a little bit more lethargic in my luteal phase. And then just as I'm coming up to getting my period, I, I get this like surge of energy again and I start lifting heavy. So there's like usually a week where I do three and I do two mat Pilates instead of um, four strength sessions. But generally every week I'll do four heavy strength sessions because that's really important for building lean body mass. But in between those sessions it's not about smashing myself in every session it's it's doing a yoga session it's doing a pilates mat session it's when i'm doing cardio i'm only spending 15 minutes doing sprints and then i'm just walking and i'm just mindfully moving and i feel as though that there is a huge shift this year and people are really that cultivating that mindful movement mindset around exercise which is awesome and because people are being more mindful about their movement and they're not just exercising because all they think about is fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, and burning calories. I'm doing this to burn calories. I just want to burn as many calories as I can in this session. I'm only going to the gym because I'm on a fat loss um, eight-week program, and I'm just going to smash myself two days a week for the next eight weeks to see how much I can lose. Like People are starting to get sick of that, and they're really starting to cultivate this more mindful movement mindset, and I'm excited for it because this is something I personally love and have always cultivated myself. Um, making strength training obviously a priority and as I as I mentioned before it's really important that we are building lean body mass because our body needs it it doesn't just need it for fat loss it doesn't just need it for increasing your basal metabolic rate but it needs it to protect your bones to protect your joints it needs it to help your body prevent it from injuries or come back from sickness quicker so 
I mean, that's a whole nother podcast on its own, but more mindfulness is what people are going to be cultivating and going into the intention, like their strength training sessions, it's not, they're not going to be doing it because they know it's one of the best tools for fat loss. They're going to be doing it because it's more than that. It's going to help them prevent their bodies from, you know, um, having arthritis or osteoporosis when they're older. They're going to do it because they know it's going to be the thing that helps them run faster or get up those hills easier or ride that bike better. Um, it's going to be the thing that helps them to build overall strength for life, resilience mentally. So strength training, people are going to start doing it more, more mindfully, and which means they're going to do it more, which the byproduct of that is going to be the fat loss that most people want to see occur, right? So I'm excited for this more mindfulness around exercise and I think it's going to change a lot of people's lives because it's going to be something they do more because the mindset is not just about burning as many calories as they can and losing weight. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for all of these predictions and like at the end of the day these are my predictions but I'm putting it out there into the universe that this is what more people are going to be really kind of just really focusing on more so this year. And then my final, my final prediction for 2024 for health trends is focusing on de-stressing and mental health. So I really feel a shift this year, last year definitely as well, but more so this year, a lot of people are going to be starting to get themselves into their regular fitness routines and focusing on their nutrition, not just for fat loss, but a lot of people I feel as though their goal is going to be to better their mental health, to get rid of anxiety, to help them with their depression, to help them with the funk that they're in, to help them with managing their ADHD. People are going to be really looking at getting into functional nutrition and movement for these mental health um, areas. And this is so exciting and I know I've said the word exciting so many times because I am I just get so excited about health but there is so much research and evidence that changing your diet changing your lifestyle is going to be the thing that helps you with your mental health if you suffer from anxiety it most likely is not going to get better if you're eating high process amount like high amounts of processed foods not moving your body on your phone too much drinking too much caffeine drinking alcohol and doing drugs on the weekend like that's going to fuck you up even more, you know? So I am excited to see people make the shift into the health space. And they're coming into the health space because they want to improve their mental health. And their focus is not even going to be on fat loss. Their focus is going to be on improving their mental health. And when we can have people walking around happier and feeling better about themselves, we're going to have a much better world to live in. And I mean, the world's pretty hard to live in, especially at the moment. So I'm excited to see people make this shift and they're going to start living a healthier lifestyle for their mental health. And that's the goal. And I can really feel this trend, health trend, making its way into 2024, even more so than it has been in recent times. There is so much I'm going to be talking about in this podcast when it comes to mental health and nutrition because there is so much you can do with your diet that'll help you mentally especially with anxiety not eating breakfast a huge no-no if you suffer with anxiety and depression not um, drinking enough water 
not eating enough protein, not eating enough meat, or eating too little, eating too much, all of these things, there are so many tools when it comes to nutrition that we can apply to our everyday lives that are going to help us with lowering anxiety, helping us with our depression, helping us with our health issues that we are starting to believe that we are destined to to have and, that, and, and that's it kind of thing. So these are my four predictions for 2024 and I feel as though people are really going to be coming into these spaces, counting micros, letting go of the pressure of fat loss, more mindful movement and focusing on mental health and less stress. So I don't know about you, but I'm excited for 2024. I feel this huge energy shift for a lot of people this year. And if you're not feeling that yet, don't worry, because the more you tune into the positive sides of health and the more you tune into what you need and who you are, the happier you're going to be this year and the more energized you're going to feel this year. So I'm really excited to be alongside you on your journey and help you through that through these podcast episodes, through my online trainings, through my courses that I'll be releasing this year. There is so much exciting stuff coming your way to help you on your health and well-being journey. And I am here every step of the way. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to leave me a five-star review because it'll really help this little podcast make its way out into the world. And I really hope that you have found some value in this episode. If it has helped you in some way, send it to a friend, share it on your story on Instagram, send it to someone who needs to hear this, send this podcast to, to someone who you think will really benefit from listening to the types of episodes that we're going to be having this year and moving forward with Beyond the Body podcast. But thank you again. I really appreciate you being here. You are amazing. Don't forget that. Keep showing up for yourself in some way every day for your health and remember just to try your best because that's what matters the most. 